since we've been gone a week, we've gotten worse. <laughs> we've regressed. So, in 18 weeks, we'll be back to where we were. It's time for some foreplay for your Tag foreplay starring the shipwrecks. Play episode 19. It is October 9th, 2007. I'm your host, Mrs. Shipwreck. And I'm her husband, Mr. Shipwreck. And we just had great intro music. Yeah, how our, about that? Our very own. It's our theme song. That's pretty impressive, yes. Uh, Kag Trabahaba. Trabahaba. Yeah, I really like that name too. Yeah, he, he put together a whole bunch of bumpers yeah. or intros for all our little sections. It's I like it. So, so uh, new music. Yeah, new music, little intro at the beginning, and then uh, hopefully we'll be able to sprinkle in the bumpers throughout. We'll see how uh, how good we are at setting those up or working those in. <laughs> might be a little bit rough this week, but we'll get the hang of it. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But we have them. That's the important thing. Uh, it's our first show back in a while. We missed last week. Yeah, we, we've been doing it for 18 weeks straight, and we've been writing them for over six months. I know I have. I think you've been doing them for about five months, maybe? Yeah. So, uh, we had a busy weekend. We were up in Toledo for a wedding you were in. Yes, we were up in Toledo Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then we drove back from Toledo and Sunday night, and we were exhausted, and then we got up Monday, went to work, came home, and after our hard day's work, we were rewarded by watching the Bengals get their butts kicked on Monday Night Football. Yeah, that's... It was happy all around. Um... But yeah, so we really didn't have time to do the research for the show we could have had time to record one but we wouldn't have known anything about the games really no it wouldn't have been informative so hopefully this past week you didn't buy some game that was horrible because you weren't well prepared but uh you'll be well prepared this week to not buy the horrible games get those credit cards ready oh yeah absolutely so a couple things that we did miss nba 08 and 2k8 and NBA Live. All came out. Yeah, all the NBA games came out last week. We're not going to mention everything that came out last week. Just the just the highlights. Just the bigger games. So that came out for all the different systems. Uh, Legends of Zelda, Phantom Hourglass for the DS, which we'll talk about in a moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chibi Robo. Chibi Robo Park Patrol for the DS came out, and that is a Walmart exclusive. And it's based on characters from... The original Chibi Robo. Okay. It was just a... It's a little robot guy. He had a GameCube game. I don't remember the original, but we didn't really play it. Okay. It's it's cute. You'd probably like it. Platformer. Uh, yes. Okay. It's yeah, a well, we should get that then. We probably yeah, will. We have a yeah. Walmart. Um, we do have a Walmart. You're right. <laughs> Project. We live Gotham. in Ohio. I don't think it's that hard to find There's a like Walmart. There's like a Walmart every 800 feet. I think I passed three on the way to work. Yeah, I think so. Uh, the pro the the object in Walmart. Difficulty isn't finding it; it's getting into the door without hitting somebody in the parking lot on the way in. Walmart parking lots are the worst Horrible. creation ever. Yeah. Uh, Project Gotham Racing Four. Right, the 360 racing game. It's Project Gotham. It's got motorcycles, and they've added a lot of rain this time. Rain, rain um, is good. I'm sure it's a great game, uh, good racing game. It's just with Halo just coming out. Yeah. I don't really need something to play on my 360 right now, and Forza wasn't that long ago. Right. Right. So there's there's getting to be quite a few racing games on the 360. Well, 
I don't know what to tell you. I'm no. just glad, you know, we don't need another raising game. Not at the moment, no. No. But what we do need, and we will buy eventually, a Spider-Man friend or foe. We've been playing that on the demo, the demo on the 360. Right. It's not a great game, but we're big, well, I'm especially a big Spider-Man fan. Right. And we're big on games that we can play together, two-player right. games. Right. So it's... It's a little bit average. Yeah, it was kind of boring, actually. Yeah, so I don't know. Once it gets really cheap, maybe... Now that I maybe... remember back actually playing it, it was boring. I remember getting very bored with the level. Yeah, if it wasn't Spider-Man... We'd be like, oh, dear. Yeah. It kind of... Rem- well, it, it reminds me of a game that we're going to talk about. It, it reminds me a lot of that, yeah. Um, <laughs> and so you'll catch that in a little bit. MLB Power Pros for the Wii and the PlayStation 2. I, I almost passed this one up as not even worth mentioning, but then I looked at it more, and this is a series that's really popular over in Japan. There have been like 15 or 16 of these games. Okay. And it's it's not a realistic baseball game. No, they're like little, they're not me looking, but they're... They kind of look like me, so they have a little bit more detail to me. They look like little action figures, kind yeah, of. Yeah, and it's it's kind of like, I don't know if... If Lego started doing Lego baseball and Lego soccer, that's a lot. Lego... Yes. Well, they they did have some Lego soccer games and stuff like that. You know what I mean, though. I mean, that's kind of what it, they look. Yeah, like they've little, got kind of a, a, Lego... a building block look to right. them, I guess. Um, and we know somebody that picked this game up. Yeah, Kamish, who's also a CAG, and, and loved it. Yeah, and I think we will be picking this up at some time because okay. it just looks like fun. He says the gameplay isn't like overly deep, so it's a simple game to play, but it has. Good stat keeping, and there's a lot of different modes you can play. You can start off as a player player in college and work your way into the pros. Hmm. And it just looks like a fun game. It does. Um, and I... the Wiimote controls, you can use the Wiimote for certain uh, modes, like Home Run Derby and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But for the majority of the game, you're just controlling with a GameCube so you're controller. you're not throwing your Wiimote at the TV all the time. Right. That's you can control like a normal game. Good. Um... Super Mario Brothers, the Lost Levels, came out for the Virtual Console. Right, so this was a formal, former Japan-only release of Super Mario Brothers that was like the original Super Mario, okay, but redesigned levels. Okay. So totally new levels, but they were much harder. Okay. And it actually did make it over here to the States for the Super Nintendo on Super Mario All-Stars, okay. which was a compilation of Super, or Super Mario games. I think I remember. Yeah, we have it. So there's no real need for us to buy this, but they did raise the do- the price by a dollar for a Nintendo game on this. Huh. Like Nintendo games are usually five dollars, and it's not even a full Nintendo game. Well, it is. Really, it was in Japan. Okay. So they're kind of trying to do this up the price on the imports for some reason, which I don't like at all. If you're going to do that, why are you charging the same price for games that are good and games that are crap? Either they're all the same price in the system, or, or... They're not, and we just have to Yeah, start, start giving us different price points for these things. Hmm. I agree. But uh, the next one is the exact same thing. Sin and Punishment, which was an N64 game that was only out in Japan. Okay. This is a game made by Treasure. And it's $12? $12, but at the same time, I've never played this game before. And it's not easy to import N64 games. Right. So they might have me on this one. For twelve dollars, that's a lot. I don't know. You, that's that's gonna. It's up to you. We have the points. I now we do not need to spend three dollars on the PlayStation Network Go Sports Ski. No, we don't. 
Um, but that did come out, and Tetris Splash <laughs> came out on Xbox Live Arcade. I'm just going right through it. I know, yeah. Just just move on. Just through. ignore it. Uh, but Tetris Splash, I tried it out. It's Tetris. It, it was really weird because what's the splash part of it? There's like this aquarium oh. around <laughs> the Tetris board, huh. and you can like set up new fish or unlock new fish. There's even ones you can like pay to download. Really? In the background, yeah. I didn't get it. Sweet. But I'm going to have to play the demo. It's $10 for Tetris, though. And this doesn't seem like that great of a version of Tetris. Yeah. It does have four players online, but it does this weird thing. Like, at the bottom of the screen, it'll show you an outline of the piece, like, if you dropped it down, what it would be. Hmm. So, I've never played a Tetris game that did that before. So, I I kept on screwing up because I, I'm constantly looking up top. And so, I don't look down at the bottom to see exactly right. what's down there. Right. So, I'm not noticing that that's just my shadow, basically, that's down there. So I'm just like looking up at the top and kind of out of my peripheral, yeah. I look at the bottom of the Tetris screen. So yeah. it was messing me up. I didn't like it at all. All right. Well, let's move on to Down with the Ships. The gameplay. Yeah, I went up to pick up your bridesmaid's, bridesmaid's dress. And I passed this new uh, game store. Called the Game Place. Yes. So I it had just opened up, so I stopped in just to see what it was all about. And... I don't know, maybe it'll be something in the future. But it's one of these stores that it, they sell new games and used games. Right. But they've got kind of like a limited selection. Like, I walked in and they went, oh, okay. They don't have any older games. It's just all current gen stuff. And I had more, like, on my bookshelf here than they had in the store. Oh. That's a little <laughs> awkward when you have to browse through, like, four things. Yeah, and I was, like, the only person in the store. Yeah, and there was, like, two guys wa- working behind the counter that obviously owned the place. Yeah. Um, but it's one of those places, too, that... You can pay to play games, oh. and they have, like, TVs and stuff set up in the back. Yeah. Which, I don't know. I just never feel comfortable in those places. No. We don't need to pay to play someone else's consoles. But but I did. The only I didn't do that much shopping this week. Uh, up in Toledo, I went around looking for some just mom-and-pop stores up there, just driving around randomly while right. you were getting your pictures taken and, yeah. and your hair done and all that good stuff. a lot of free time. So, yeah, I, I drove around Toledo. I, I went through a lot of neighborhoods that... You know it's a bad neighborhood when you look at the church? Yeah. And you're scared to go into a church. Yeah. That's that's my I know I shouldn't be in this neighborhood neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but you found them. No, I didn't find any mom and pop, but I did find those neighborhoods. Yeah, you found the neighborhoods. Yeah, that's so what I was Toledo I struck out in Toledo. But I got some uh, I got an email this week from Microsoft giving me uh free codes for Joust and Robotron. Apparently, I'd signed up for some register your console thing a long time ago on CAG, and it finally came through. Sweet. So yeah. Free codes. Yeah, I'd already had I Robotron. Wish they so. and Robotron, but whatever. Yeah, we'll play them. Uh, action clicks. You got some more of those little Halo-looking guys. Yeah, I got some more Halo action clicks. So I just got like another package, I think, or so. Yes, but you got another super rare one. It... Yeah, I got a uh, cloaked uh, elite with a yeah, plasma sword. That one's kind of cool, I guess. Um, <laughs> Halo 3. We haven't really talked about Halo 3 much because last week was the show that we missed and it would have been the show Right, our after. last show, I was I was just uh, wrapping it up right before I went out to GameStop for the midnight right. launch. Right, and so you went to the midnight launch and you had to wait way long because they yeah. kind of screwed you over with the whole line system at our yeah, local they, EB GameStop. They said that people who pre-ordered were and paid in full 
we're going to have a separate line that could go in. They could just pick up their copies. But they didn't. But we get there, and then they have all this in one line, and they tell, they just start telling people, if you haven't pre- or if you haven't paid off your game yet, go inside now and pay it off, and then get back in line. So it was just a huge line of people. Yeah. So there was there was over 250 people in at line. At one store. Yeah, at yeah. the store I went to. And they gave us pizza and pop and stuff, and there was like, Cricket, the phone company, was there doing, like, some promotions and everything. Yeah. I just stood there in line and talked to some people. Um, Yeah, we've been playing a lot. I've been playing. I mean, you and I played through the game on co-op. Yeah, we played through a normal. We played the the day it came out, we played with Thorbon. Right. We played through the first six levels in one night. And then a couple nights later, we played through a, a level on co-op with Wombat. Yeah. And then we finished up the last few levels, just the two of us. Right. It's but, pretty fun. I oh, like I, it. I like it a lot. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then I've I've played some online matches against some some cags and just some random ranked matches and stuff like that. But I really enjoy it. I don't think we need to talk about Halo too much. But no. uh, Sonic Adventure sure. Rush, you've been playing as well. Yeah, I I went on a little spree here. I beat a lot of games Which is in good. these last two weeks. That's good. Uh, You're wrapping up the loose ends. <laughs> Yes. Sonic Adventure Rush. I talked about this a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. It's your old school style Sonic game. With some on the rails kind of play mixed in. Yeah, and there's a lot of... It's funny because the way that you move around in this game is you sail on boats around the ocean. Right. And you map out your course with your stylus. Mm -hmm. Which is exactly the same thing you do in Zelda. Like, it's switched up a little bit, but it's... It's pretty much the exact same thing uh, yeah. as far as getting from island to island. And, yeah, I went through the game. It was pretty quick. I didn't get all 100. Like, there's 100 challenges. A lot of this game, a lot of the length of this game comes from replaying the same levels and you don't, over and over that. again. I did it to an extent. But, yeah, it, it got to a point where I got all the Chaos Emeralds. I got all these Soul Emeralds, yeah. which are the Chaos Emeralds and this universe that blaze the cat lives in okay. which apparently blaze was introduced in the first sonic rush okay i i had no idea who she was but she controls okay. exactly like sonic basically okay but it's a good game yeah uh, it seemed pretty fun i'll probably pick it up after i'm done playing legend of zelda phantom hourglass because you you brought that home for me and you started playing it first so you beat it and now i've started playing it and it's a good game i like it Right, I've beaten it already. I don't like the little trying to roll thing. That is the only part that doesn't control well in the game. You have to, you have to get used to not trying to control with the D-pad when you're walking around because right. even though I know you control with the stylus, still in most DS games you can you can either control the guy with the stylus on the screen or you can use the D-pad to walk yeah. him around. Which this game controls a lot, like Animal Crossing. It There's does. a lot of similarities to Animal Crossing. Uh, you have a shovel that di- you dig holes. It does. I mean, it, it, it does. Absolutely. There's a lot of sim- sim- similarities there. I think there, that's why I'm not having but, a problem with walking around with the stylus, but I do have a problem with the rolling because it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, the best way to <laughs> the roll... sensitivity is not there. It's just to randomly... It's just to scratch near the edges of the screen. Right. Like, it tells you to make these little circles, but those don't work. No. You just have to, like, move the stylus back and forth next to the edge of the right. screen. And we picked it up at Circuit City, so we got that... 
so that pack. So I'm sure pack. everybody's listening with their Zelda headphones right right now because those are pretty sweet. They are sweet, and I'm I'm gonna you know wear mine. They're they're pretty darn, they're nice looking. <laughs> um, you'll be really, really cool. Be the talk of the town with yeah. those on. Uh, we've also been playing Eternal Sonata co-op. Right. Still. We haven't played in about a week, so we need to pick. Yeah, it we up. haven't played in a little while. The main reason I put it on the outline was because IO had we had said that it was one of our one of the best RPGs that had come out in a while. Yeah. And he had been playing Blue Dragon. And he was asking us if we thought it was better than Blue Dragon. And we frankly, we we only played the demo of Blue Dragon. But yeah. Blue Dragon was okay from the demo. Yeah. I don't want to totally write it off. Right. But I was getting bored yeah. in the Blue Dragon demo some. And he also had wondered about the co-op. And there is co-op play, which we really enjoy. But only one person wanders around on the screen. At a time. It's not when like you're exploring, both, right, yeah. when you're exploring. Once you go into battle. It's two-player. Right. So we just kind of take turns who gets to be the person wandering around. Yeah, and we just, since there's two guys and two girls, even though you only have three people in your party at a time. We just assign. I'm the two guys and you're the two girls. And so right. we just switch the people out. Right. So it works well. You also picked up Nancy Drew Deadly Secrets of Old World Park. I don't know why. If I paid $30 for it and you played it for 15 minutes and set it down, I'm going to play it. <laughs> and you played it for more than 15 minutes. You beat it in, like, what, an hour? I'll give it an hour and a half. That's generous, but okay. Um, what'd you think? You know, 15, hold on. First of all, we're laying in bed, and 15 minutes into this, he goes, Oh, that's me over there. <laughs> Because the whole time he thought it was first person. Yeah, it was just. I was Nancy's this over picture. just sitting in the corner, and he's and she's to like this little around. speck way way back in the back of the screen, and I'm just hitting buttons like crazy. I'm I'm stylusing all she's over the screen, and, yeah. and then I'm like I hit the D pad and I see something like sort of move, <laughs> like because she doesn't run or walk around. No, she's just, she just really slow and robotic. Really, yeah, but. uh yeah, I could be a detective in this world. You basically, I just, just walk, walk around, from exclamation point to exclamation right. you point. You walk around, you walk into a room, and you look for the giant exclamation points, and you walk to them. And then you hit I mean, X. It'd be like if police went to a crime scene, and there, there was just exclamation points everywhere, wherever the clues were already. Seriously, you could trade a monkey to do it. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, you could. And then every once in a while, you play a little mini game. And then you, <laughs> the stupid mini games, like the one where you have to pick the emotions of the people. And oh, there's like three colors. or four of those. Oh, there's a, there's awful. like six mini games in total, I think, and three or four of them are the matching the emotions to oh, colors. Horrible. horrible. They, they're, they're not all that great. No, but I I beat it. Yeah. And uh, I know some Nancy Drew characters now, so yeah. I gained something from it. Yeah. But playing that, that made awful. me get back into the detective mood, so I picked up. Uh, or I got out Phoenix Wright Justice for All. Okay, because that's the second Phoenix Wright, and you had never played it. Right, I've and had it for a while. And that's kind of also gearing us up for one of the new releases we're going to talk about. It is? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, uh, let's get to that then. It's time for some foreplay for your Okay, uh, first new release on our list is FIFA Soccer 08. That's you. I didn't research that game. <laughs> right. Well, it's the new FIFA game. They made a lot of changes this year. It's not as fast-paced. It's not just uh, kicking it down the sideline and then kicking it into the middle and hoping somebody's there to, to kick, kick it, it into, into the goal. goal. Yeah. Uh, 
it actually reminds me a lot of the changes they made to NHL 08. Like, first of all, I'm not a big hockey player or a big soccer game player. Uh, but I can tell the differences. I like the way in NHL the players moved. Right. And it's the same thing with, with this FIFA game. They really animate well. They've got like a sense of weight to them to where when you tell them to turn, they have to plant and turn. It's not like they just spin around in a circle and it's then go like the other way. Turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, I know what you're talking about. And the way it looks more like a soccer game than uh, the past FIFAs have. And they've uh, they've added some more modes in that weren't in the last games either. So you have a more robust like career mode and like campaign and all that stuff. And that's coming out for quite a few systems. Yeah, uh, everything under the sun. So there aren't really any deals. So no. um, yeah, Sega Rally Revo, another game you covered. Yeah, this is coming out for the PSP, the PS3, the 360, and the PC, and. It is $40 for the PSP and the PC, and it's $60 for the PS3 and the 360. This is a reimagining of the classic uh, Dreamcast game now, okay. which was a Saturn game before that. Right. Um, so it's rally ra- racing, but it's not a thing like Colin McRae's uh, Dirt okay. or anything like Rally Sport or anything like that that's more, at least has some sim elements to it. This is pure arcade racing. So you're you're really sliding all over the place. Um, your car, it's kind of slippy. I, I guess it's, I would compare it to Ridge Racer maybe. Okay. Because it's not about precision controls, although there is, there is a certain style to play in the game. And it's, it's just a lot of fun to play. The main feature that's new to this one are these ruts that get formed in the dirt or the okay. gravel or whatever you're racing in from the cars as they go over them. Okay. So that can change. Like I was like in last place in the demo. There's a demo of, up on the 360. Okay. So there were ruts all over the place and these were causing like my controller to rumble like crazy and my car to go kind of sideways. Okay. But it's kind of neat that it, it does that. And you can tell, well, in that way in that it is. The game itself is, like I said, very arcadey. Right. But it's kind of neat to see, the second or third lap around, you can really tell that you were really taking bad lines because yeah. you see all the ruts in one place and then you see your ruts just <laughs> off to the side. So I, I had some fun with it. I don't know. It's like I said before, there's a lot of racers for the 360. Right. So I don't know right now if this is a good time to release this. But I would compare it to like Outrun, it was too, where it's, it's a fun arcade game and it looks nice. But not right now. Maybe for cheaper down the road. Okay. But it is on sale at EB Games. You get $10 off each version. Well, that makes it pretty affordable. And the next one I did also was Throwville uh, Off, off the, the Rails. rails. I almost called it On the Rails. Yeah, no, it would be quite, quite as exciting. Right. And this, this, you played the demo on the 360. Yeah, this is a theme park simulator game. Right. And I had some fun with it. It seemed like a pretty good... I mean, I was watching you play. It's The thing that stinks about all these games is, you know, whenever a new one comes out, you have to kind of figure out the control panel and how to use it and what the, you know, where all the buttons are and stuff. And, and It's a little bit cumbersome with the controller, but it's not too bad. The The worst thing about it was the uh, the camera was just all over the place. Yeah. When you were trying to walk around, there wasn't an easy way to, like, look at something. Yeah. Um, but 
And the graphics. Eh. Yeah, the graphics were kind of eh. But they're kind of there's a lot to do in it. Gen PC kind of graphics. Yeah, they're they're uh, they've got an older style. I played to them. Sim Theme Park on. It looks similar to that still, doesn't it? Does. Like it might be something but, I mean, in our heads. I played heads that, that five years ago. Yeah, they they could be five year old graphics. Maybe a little bit better. We might just be no, remembering kind of. Yeah. I, I think we're being pretty accurate. Okay, but there's a lot to do in this. You can build right. your own coasters. You can uh, build your stands. You set your prices for your admission and for your rides, and you try to gain your money, and you right. research new rides, put new rides in, and there's a mission structure to where you can go through different missions based on roller coasters or right. games. And there's or... mini games and stuff involved in the missions. Well, yeah, th- that's uh, the part arcades. of the games. Yeah, you yeah. have arcade games that you put in. You like there was one that I was playing them by playing them. Yeah, and you earn thrill points, uh, which I'm guessing is some kind of currency in the game. Yeah. But yeah, I was playing one that was like Excite Bike. Yeah, it but, it looked it was fairly entertaining. Um, and it is coming out at a little bit of a budget price for uh, the 360 and the Wii. It's for fifty dollars. Right. And the 360 and Wii versions are available at Family Video for forty five dollars shipped. So, this is the game, this next game that I have to talk about, Looney Tunes Acme Arsenal, is the game that kind of reminds me of the, the uh, Spider-Man Friend of I was Friend thinking of that when we were playing it. Yeah. It's really um, simplistic. It's a button masher. It has great characters. It's pretty nostalgic, but... It's Good pretty, God, that camera. The camera is all over the place, and if you're playing two-player, and it's it like splits the screen vertical, and you got... His camera going all over and my camera going all over and you have no idea where the heck you are and um, it's it, it I mean it has some good things in it you know you have a bunch of good Looney Tunes characters that you can play as and and the plot is that you get sent back in time to chase after this evil scientist and so each character has their own level that you play through and. You know, there's crazy weapons, and actually, the thing that you can't see in the demo is that each character comes with their own skin. So you have Bugs Bunny, but you can play as Bugs that's dressed in drag. Oh, okay. Or Super Bugs, or you can play as uh, Daffy when he goes to, uh, what's his, like... Marvin's Planet? Yeah, like... Uh, So Duck Dodgers? Yes, when you Duck Dodgers. So that's kind of cool. Um, it's monotonous and it's button mashing and the level design is a little questionable at times. You're like, what the heck is this? It's pretty simplistic level design. Yeah. And there's a lot of boxes and crates around. Yeah. But the character Um, models, like the actual Looney Tunes, they look pretty good. Well, and the the CG cutscenes are good. So it's got a lot of this good nostalgic stuff. I don't know. It's not too expensive, which is probably the the bonus. For the PS2, it's $30, and for the Wii and 360, it's 40 Yeah. So which that's... isn't bad. I mean, it's about accurate, but um, not the Looney Tunes game that I would buy this week, and so that's kind of a good segue into the DS games, because Looney Tunes Duck Amuck is also coming out at $30. This and... looks like fun. For those of you that don't know, Duckamuck is the name of the Looney Tunes short in which it's just Daffy getting messed with by some unknown animator. And you go through the whole cartoon and, you know, the, the person's erasing him and throwing him off the cliff and just agitating him. And then at the end, it turns out, I guess, is this a spoiler? Can I, can I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago, okay. actually. It turns so, out it's ahead. Bugs Bunny yes. that's messing with him. But in the DS game, you get to be the one that's messing with him. And you pretty much turn on the game and open it up, and it's it's uh, it's Daffy. 
and you get to screw with them. And by screwing with them, you open up mini games. And by playing the mini games, you beat him. And as soon as you beat him and, and get so many points, you win the game. And it's so it is a mini game collection, but the mini games are pretty fun. The downside is that sometimes it's not always 100% clear on how you're supposed to play the mini game. Like, you know what you're supposed to do, but you're not quite sure how you're supposed to get there kind of thing. Okay. Um, but it's it's really... It's got Daffy's voice, though, right? Yeah, and it's really unique. It's all... Both of these games were voiced by people actually at Warner Brothers. Okay. Um, it's fun. I mean, it's fun and it's entertaining. It's a good game if you want a game that you can play for a couple minutes and then sit down and then come back to. Um, it, it's one of those that's good for It's a bathroom break game. It is. It's a bathroom break game, but, you know, if you close your DS while it's still on, you'll hear Daffy, like, that agitates him. <laughs> okay. So then you can open up new mini games that way, because he's in the dark then. And, right. Yeah. So I think it looks fun, and I think that definitely worth it to try it out. Um, How about this next one? Does this look fun and worth trying out? Um, Maybe I should have let you read my description of this next game before. <laughs> So we're going to skip. Okay, so the next two games I have to talk about are the Cheetah Girls, Pop Star Sensations, and Holly Hobby and Friends. You're just going to lump these two together, huh? Just go with this. Um, they're both $30. They're both no deals. They're both geared toward 8 to 14-year-old girls. Um, Cheetah Girls is probably a little bit older. They both have fashion design aspects where you get to dress them and give them accessories. Um, I would expect no less. Right. Uh, you have some mini games, makeover kind of things, where you can make over their hair and their makeup. Um, and then This is in both games, huh? Yeah. And then in Cheetah Girls, you have dancing and some singing aspects. I Those can see aren't that. in Holly Hobby. But see... What, is, I, what does Holly Hobby do? Like, I, I know the name. Up, when I, I don't was know. growing up, Holly Hobby was kind of like Little House on the Prairie looking. Okay. Like, very traditional wearing a bonnet kind of thing. But somehow, in the past... 20 years, Holly Hobby now looks exactly like Polly Pocket. Dead on. Okay. So, I don't know. I don't know. That's that's what these games are. Well, you gave us all a lesson on the well, the growth people, of Holly Hobby. Some people might know, might have, you know, girls in the family that little sisters or, or daughters that want to play uh, would play these games. and And they look like good games, but there's just, you know, they are what they are. They're made for 12-year-old girls. How deep do you want the gameplay to be? Moving on. Moving on. Uh, so this is another game that I was talking about with Phoenix Wright. You were talking about getting in the oh, detective mode. Okay. And Touch Detective 2 and a half is coming out. That has detective in the title. It does, and you didn't catch it. <laughs> I didn't. Um, so it's, honestly, I'm going to be really honest about this one. It's the same as the first game in gameplay. That's okay. So it's Phoenix Wright. I know. They didn't change up the gameplay. Some of the the um, levels that you're playing in, like the, the uh, environments, are even the same. Some of the characters are the same, although there's all new bad guys and obviously new cases. Well, that's what I'd want. Right. And it's it's the same great game. I mean, this is a great game. It's point-and-click adventure, and it's by Atlas, so it's really quirky and odd. Uh, the best thing that you will really appreciate about this version is that they have made some, oh, what did they call them? Uh, suggestion hints to where if you're wandering around and you can't figure the out dummy what button. you're supposed to do, <laughs> you, you know, eventually it'll be like, hey, 
why don't you go over there and point at the rock <laughs> or, you know, that kind of stuff. It's not quite that easy, but that was probably, I mean, I got stuck in some places where 25, 30 minutes I'm wandering around just trying to figure out what the heck I'm supposed to be doing. And that gets frustrating. Yeah. Uh, I got frustrated a little less than you did probably, but this will help. So well, I'm it's glad a great they're accommodating game. me. Yes. Great game. Highly, highly recommended. We'll pick that um, one up. Yeah. Uh, Flipper Critters. Love the name. for the DS. I like the name, too, actually. Um, Flipper Critters is a pinball game on the DS. Okay. That uses both screens combined to view the table. So that's kind of cool. Makes sense. Um, And so you turn on the game, and there's these cute little fuzzy animal critters that are lost in these environments that are cute little environments, and they need you to help them in whatever they're random quests are so you beat them with paddles <laughs> so you beat obstacles within their worlds with paddles and in between there's some mini games are the between. balls shaped like animals though no oh they're not no i don't think so oh okay maybe i misunderstood that but i don't maybe but i don't think so oh okay um i was just picturing like an elephant that i'm knocking around well there's a couple cool things. You use the D-pad, you use the touch screen, and you use the microphone all to control. I know. What do you do with the microphone? Um, there's mini games in between playing pinball levels. So of course. Yeah. Um, the mini games are lame, but they're. <laughs> I'm, only, I'm assuming on the. They're only brief in okay. between, and so as a pinball game, this is a solid, solid game. It looks like it's got great graphics. It's not laggy at all, which is often a problem with the DS. Um, really, and it's this is this good. Yeah, it's, I was going to say it's this good for fifteen dollars. Huh? Yeah, it got good. It it got good reviews. Okay. And I mean, it doesn't look like a budget title. I mean, how how wrong can you get a pinball game if you just spend a little bit of time with it? Right. So, the last game for the DS is one that I looked at. I didn't make a clean sweep of the DS games. No, there was an anime title, so I... <laughs> you took that one. Stepped up to the plate on this one. Great. You handle the, the animal and the animal detective games. Animal slash detective slash 12-year-old girl slash summer movies. Yes, and I, I handled the anime. <laughs> and sports. But and the, frisbee golf. Okay, so this is... Yes. <laughs> Frisbee golf is is a sport. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. That's probably insulting to someone. Okay. Why don't you talk about Bleach, the Blade of Fire? Oh, wait. The Blade of Fate? Blade of Fate. Yes. This is actually an anime game that I could kind of get interested in. Um, Not in the anime, necessarily, but the game itself is made by Treasure, Mm -hmm. uh, which is a very good development studio. Right. And... It is a fighting game with up to four players online okay. on the screen at the same time. So it's got kind of a Super Smash Brothers feel to it, okay. but it has kind of a Street Fighter feel to it at the same time. So it's not uh, quite as hectic, and you have your standard standard type fighting moves built in there. Okay. And it's been out for a while in Japan, and a lot of people have imported this one over here. Uh, the Bleach games get imported quite a bit. But there's 28 characters in total, and like I said, you can play four players online, but you can also play locally with one card. You can play four players, okay. which is pretty fun. Um, so if you have friends with DSs and 
looking for a fighting game, I think this is probably about the best you're going to do on the DS. The videos look like a lot of fun. I don't play my DS online that much, and no. I'm not going to sit around uh, with people in the same room playing a fighting game. So no. that's the only thing that's holding me back from getting this, but it looks like a good game. And then moving into the Wii section. Right, there's Bleach, the Shattered Blade. Right, this is a 3D fighting game with uh, based on the same anime, obviously. Okay. But there's more characters. There's more characters. There's 32 characters in this one. Okay. But it controls like with the Wii and the Nunchuck as a 3D fighting game where you are slicing your sword. Uh-huh. Like so you're using the Wii mode and the Nunchuck to swing your arms around and that your character on screen corresponds with those movements. Well, that's kind of fun. Yeah, I I'm not sure. Kind of scary. Yeah, these games were, that rely that much on the motion They're, controls. It's just not sensitive enough in most aspects. Yeah, you usually get yourself moving faster than what the Wiimote can respond to. Right. But it's probably fun for fans of the game, but this doesn't have me as excited as the DS version. But there is a deal on this one. It's for $45 shipped at Family Video. Okay. And there really haven't been any deals for the other games. We haven't been mentioning that, but no. that's the reason we haven't been mentioning right. it. And the next Wii game is Balls of Fury. And this is based on the movie. Right. Uh, it's a budget title. Thank goodness. Clearly. It's a ping pong game. Thank God I didn't have to do it. Yeah, ping pong? Yeah, that's what the movie's based well, off Well, I know, of. but... Yes. So it's a ping pong game. You're using the Wiimote to play ping pong, just like all the other ping pong games that are coming out. I think Rockstar Table Tennis is coming out next week or the week after that. For the Wii. For the Wii, and Wii Play had table tennis on it. So it's becoming a very popular genre on the on the Wii. Well, it's pretty easy and quick to mimic the ping pong movement. Yeah, again, I don't I don't find this to be anything uh, too exciting. So No, no deals. Um, $30. Yeah. The next one, it's got a big name on it. Donkey, it's Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong Barrel Blast. Yeah. So why are we going to not buy this game? Well, this game was originally supposed to be a GameCube game. So cutting edge graphics, check. <laughs> well, look, the graphics look okay. But it was supposed to be a bongo game. And, and instead we're playing with the Wiimote. And the nunchuck. Check. Yes. <laughs> So this is kind of like my European games from eight years ago that get get brought over, yeah. And it's a racing game. Wait, well, hold on. It was originally a bongo game. Well, it was a racing game back on the GameCube too, but you controlled it with the bongos. So you raced with your bongos. Yeah, you you hit the bongos to make your barrel. You have a barrel on each side, and so Donkey Kong would hit the bongos to make them go faster. Okay. I don't. It seemed like a you don't have to like drive. Idea. No steer. No, you don't have okay. to steer. I'm like, how the heck are you gonna bongo at the same time That's, you're steering? So, yeah, you don't steer on this either without the bongos. So you just hold the Wiimote and then unchuck <laughs> and your you hand shake them, and shake up. You and shake down. them up and down, and then so everyone. Like, so there, every, there's like obstacles. Mini game. I think it's more like Motion. milking a cow. Okay, milking, milking a cow. <laughs> it's or milking speed, the cow the game. Super speed walking. Kind yes. Of okay. Uh, okay. But occasionally there's obstacles or there's stuff you have to like kind of dodge. But you're not steering. You're just dodging. So then you just move your hands to the right or the left. Uh, you probably just hit a button. I'm not quite sure. 
But sounds like a disaster. Yeah, and Nintendo just kind of like snuck this out, which means they're not really all that proud of it. <laughs> no, most games that they want you to know about coming out, they make sure you know about it. Wait, yeah, I wrote about this in my preview or for this a little bit. They just keep on making all these Donkey Kong games that they just have these crazy control schemes where for some reason Donkey Kong's one arm has to consp- uh, to like link up to one button and the other arm has to correspond to the other button. Mm-hmm. And just make a Donkey Kong game. I don't need these crazy yeah. control schemes. Yeah. Um, well, this is $45 shipped at Family Video, so if you really want crazy bongo moving Wiimote chucking... That being said, like I'm sure kids... Can have I some fun it. with it. Yeah, if you want your kids throwing your nunchuck and your Wiimote at your TV, buy Donkey Kong Barrel Blast. Or you want to build up their cow milking muscles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you want some really buff little children. Uh, Mercury Meltdown Revolution. We covered this a few weeks ago, but it's back again. Um, Did it just get postponed? Yeah, this one, it just keeps on getting, getting postponed back. by a little bit at a time. Okay. Um, but like reviews are out for it everywhere. Puzzles. Yes. I think I covered so that 18 times. Maybe this week this will be out. This is the, you're moving around a thing of Mercury in a maze yeah. game. But $20. for $20, it's probably a good buy. Uh, 360, Half-Life 2 Orange Box. Yeah, this is probably the big group. Compilation? Right. Yeah, it's a compilation. Uh, but there's new stuff in here. Okay. Um, the Everything that's included in the game is Half-Life 2. Okay. Half-Life 2 Episode 1 and Half-Life 2 Episode 2. There's Half-Life 2, Half-Life 2, 1, Episode 1. <laughs> what? Half-Life 2 was the original game. Right. And then they came out with these episodic content later. But that's not just that's... called Half-Life, Half-Life Episode 1? Because that's what you have written down on the... It could be. I'm, no. I'm not well, sure. Well, Episode it's... 1 and Episode 2. And are then... included. And then uh, a new game called Portal... Okay, so that's the new content. It's some of the, some new, of the new content. That is a puzzle-type game in first person. Huh. So you have a gun that shoots a portal, okay. and you go through the portal, and you come out somewhere else, and you work your way around these like 3D mazes. Sounds oh. like I'd get lost very easily. Oh, yeah, that sounds like a giant headache. Okay, but and it could be fun. The other new content is Team Fortress 2, which is the cartoon-looking squad-based shooter. Okay. So you have your different classes. You have your engineer, and you have just your normal soldier. Okay. And you have, like, your spy guy, and you have your big heavy gunner guy. Right. And so it looks like a lot of fun. Um, it's good first-person shooter. Half-Life 2 is a great game. I've never played it all because I had it for the, the original Xbox. Okay. And it was really laggy. On the original Xbox. So are you going to get it for the 360? I want to. And it's a great deal at $60 that it's coming out at because of all this content. And then we can trade in the Half-Life for the Xbox. Well, we could do that, but I don't know if I need it right now. It's two weeks after Halo. They're putting out Half-Life 2. Oh, you know what? I just forgot about something. What's that? Something that I forgot to mention that it will be in written form. And I don't know why it just jumped into my head. But um, the Acme game, the uh, Looney Tunes um, Acme Arsenal, mm-hmm. if you buy the PlayStation 2 game, you get a bonus level. Oh, okay. With Wiley e. Coyote, where you're racing. Oh, nice. I just, you know, that was a re- you were talking about not wanting to get rid of the Xbox game. Yeah. 
Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, That's... it just popped into my head. Okay, back to Half Life. Right. So it just seems like it's a little bit too soon after Halo Two. Yeah. But we're gonna get this at some point. But I don't know if I need it. Like why now? Right now. Right. Um, but Family Video has it for fifty-five dollars shipped. I know EB has it for fifty-five dollars as well right now. I don't know if that deal is gonna end at EB soon. Um, and then the PC version. Both Circuit City and Fry's have it for around $37. Okay. Well, now we get to segue into the PSP games. And I have Final Fantasy Tactics War of the Lions. And this is a port, pretty much. Um, it was an originally a PlayStation 1 game. So the graphics aren't, as far as gameplay graphics, aren't, aren't that great because they didn't really improve any on that. So it's PlayStation 1 graphics. Um, Which they're... they're... Decent sprites. I, I played right. this game a little bit back in the day. Um, the camera angles, of course, it's a PSP game. Camera angles are annoying. They added in, like, what this game has that the original didn't is that there are two multiplayer modes. There are new cut scenes, um, new characters, and new classes. So it's more, um, although some reviewers said that unless you had the two versions side by side, you wouldn't notice the new stuff. Um, but... You know, it's a pretty solid game. It was a good strategy RPG game. So, Oh, this is considered one of the best uh, console strategy tactics games of all time. And now you get time. to take it with you because it's on the PSP. So, and it's only $40, which I think is a pretty good deal. Well, that's that's top of the ceiling for PSP prices, but it's probably but worth it for this game. one that's actually worth it. Yeah. Do you think the next game is worth it? Juice 2? Hot import nights? No, we've talked about this one for the other systems in the past, but it's coming out for the PSP. It's your standard street racing game, and no, I don't think it's worth $40. Not for the PSP. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront Renegade Squadron. This is also $40 for the PSP. Okay. And it is a PSP original and exclusive okay. from the Battlefront series. Um, you've played a little bit of Battlefront in the past. Yes, we've um, played it together. So this is, yeah, this is your squad-based team shooter. So a lot of it, it has to do with multiplayer and online right. play, which you can play up to 16 players online or 8 players locally. Or you um, could play Halo, but okay. Well, this is on the PSP. This is for the <laughs> I PSP know, crowd. Right, but we only have one PSP. Right, and this, it looks like it's a decent game. It's set in a... Uh, Made-up storyline. I guess okay. they're all made up. It's Star Wars, but... Right, but uh, <laughs> non-movie-based yes. storyline. You're, you're, you're part of Han Solo's elite squad okay. that are performing attacks against the Empire. Okay. Uh, and it's a third-person shooter, like the okay. other ones were. And that's the part that kind of gets me uh, not wanting it so much right. is because it's on the PSP and I don't like that kind of game on the PSP. Right, but, you know, at least you have it portable if you need it. Right, and it it looks like it's a decent game. The only thing, along with the controls, uh, you can't really aim your reticle. Okay. It's like always in the center of the screen type of thing. Okay. Um, you can't go into like a first-person mode to aim, but it is a little cumbersome to switch okay. back and forth between the two. So, if you can deal with the controls, okay, it's probably a very enjoyable game. A lot of fun to play online. Okay. Um, PS3 games. This is probably one of the biggest releases we have this week, and that's Folklore. Um, it's, it's an action-adventure RPG with some pretty nice graphics. 
Um, I thought they were pretty nice. They're not heavenly swords. It could be our TV that, I mean, we've talked about this a, a bunch in the past, but we can only do 1080i and 480p on right. our TV. Well, our TV also has a giant green stripe going through. Yeah. So the graphics didn't do that much for me. They just look like an, an up uh PS2 game to me for the most part. Um, but it's a pretty good story. Um, you have two characters, one's a girl, one's a guy, and they all get, they get brought to the same town, and you have to play with both characters, though, as Cheapy mentioned on the CAG cast. If you don't play with, because you really, you could choose to play with the same character every time, but if you don't upgrade the other character or advance their storyline, then you have to go back, and that's what the problem that the problem that he ran into. into. So you have to make sure you're kind of, you know, leveling it out. Um, I think it looks, it looks different. You can uh, steal defeated enemies' powers and use them as your own, which is kind of different. But the six-axis control, in order to do that, you have to use Mm -hmm. the six-axis control, and it's a little um, difficult, tricky. Okay, it was, it was okay in the demo, Um, I thought. But yeah, it could get, it could get uh, harder later on. IGN gave it a 9, averaging scores around 7.5. I know, IGN was Whoa, the highest. This, this game, the European, from when I played the demo, not a 9. Not a 9. The European gamers, like, gamer scores are coming out are much lower. Um, and, and so I would check the check the demo. It's pretty linear, and it halfway through the game, people were reporting that it's just really unfocused and incongruent, and it just seems to, like, kind of... I'll be, I'll be honest, I didn't make it all the way through the demo. It, so it, it just, kind of bored me. And this, this is the type of game that I generally right. like. But what else are you going to play on your PS3? That's that's true. Um, speaking of, like, that repetitious thing reminded me of something in Zelda that I didn't like. Like, you have to go back to this. Well, going back to Zelda, we <laughs> I know that's a long time ago I know, in the podcast. a long time ago. Okay, we're jumping around. But... You have I don't, to keep I don't understand. Going back to that same yeah, place. the same temple. You have to keep going back over and over again. I don't like that theory of game design where every time you get a new power or you ability to go back or and item, expl- expand. Yeah, you go back and you can do like go a different way now in the same area. I just do not like that at all. And this seems like the same that. type of thing. That's the same thing that hung me up in Twilight Princess, where you have to keep on going back to the same areas with the wolf and with Link. Yeah, the wolf levels. And it just seems like they're trying to extend, artificially extend the game by using the same area over and over again. Even right. though you're like can do different things with it now, it's still it is extending the game. I don't want to do that. Stop that. Okay. Well, then let's stop talking about folklore. Uh, Warhawk. Yeah, this came out a while back, but now Sony has decided to release a retail version without the Bluetooth headset for forty dollars. Okay. So. It's the it's same there. price as the downloadable version now. Uh, PlayStation 2, Backyard Football 2008. This is a kid's football game. It's pretty simplistic controls, but it's got kind of character, uh, car- sorry, cartoon-type characters. Um, but it does have that NFL franchise license. So, you know, it is Tom Brady and Peyton Manning and whoever you're, you know, you want to play as. So that's kind of cool. And it's, you know, these games are really fun. Can I play fun. as Chris Henry? Probably not. Um, <laughs> these games are fun. Travis Henry. And, and they're entertaining. Okay, focus. <laughs> uh, it's $30, and if you have a kid that's into football, you know, I, I like these games, and there's a whole series of them. Um, 
they're pretty solid kids game so yeah i agree with that the last ps2 game uh is mountain bike adrenaline we really have to talk about this <laughs> that's about all i'm gonna say about it. this is a budget title it's a biking game yeah 15, you just what press a over and over again like and steer no i'm sure it's like it's either a racing game or it's a tricks game it sounds like it's a racing game to me okay a, adrenaline okay so you realize you're eating nerds during the podcast and they're making little yeah nerds noises okay, yeah just checking uh and then you wrote on here for me to mention nancy drew legend of the crystal skull which is a pc game by her interactive it's a good game not like the other crap game that came out for the ds uh old world disaster whatever it's called um and on to on the dl Okay, there's a theme this week for the virtual console, and that theme is we got Neo Geo games, and we're going to gouge you with them. They're $9 for a Neo Geo game, and you've got Art of Fighting. Recently released on a PlayStation 2 anthology with two more Art of Fightings for $15. And Fatal Fury. Recently released on the Xbox Live Arcade for $5 and in a PS2 anthology with three other Fatal Furies for $15. And World Heroes. A fighting game that they didn't feel was necessary to put out anywhere else. (laughs) So that was not even worth trying to gouge us multiple times. I don't know. Maybe it is. These are all 2D fighting games. From the Neo Geo by SNK. <laughs> that you could probably buy with all the other Neo Geo games on your compilations. This is Sega, what's the, uh, Sega whatever. Sega Mega Collection. Collection whatever. all over Genesis yeah. collection. It's the Neo Geo Collection. Yeah, they, they, $9, really? That well, just seems like a lot. But, Especially Fatal Fury for the Xbox, $5. You get online play, <laughs> get achievements. Yeah. Nine dollars. Do they just think that if you bought a PS3, then you have more money because you spent? No, these are for the these are for the Wii. Oh, this is the Wii. I don't know what to say. There's no online play. There's there's nothing. They're just ports. They're just there. Okay. Puzzle Quest Xbox Live Arcade. Great game. Great, great, great game. I I played the crap literally out of this. Yep. Uh, for fifteen dollars, it's worth it. it it's going to seem expensive for a lot of people. It is. It's one of the most expensive Xbox Live Arcade but games. But it's worth it. I, I think so. We're going to get it. Play the demo, um, but it's worth it. And you really haven't even played it too much. No, but I, I mean, I started it, and I liked it. Okay, you might get a little bit frustrated, because we talked about this a couple of weeks ago with Street Fighter, or mm-hmm. Puzzle Fighter, I mean, whereas you're playing against somebody else the whole time. Right. Uh, so it's a uh, Bejeweled clone. Right, it's pretty fast-paced. Yeah, but you have RPG spells that you build up. Right. To, that correspond with the different colors. And they, you know, you drop loads of whatever on the other person. and Right, or you, you whatever do your power certain spells is, it to makes them. everything disappear or something. Right, and you capture mounts and you capture castles. It's a pretty in-depth puzzle game. So, online play added to it, that's worth $15. So, I, I get to talk about Yaris. This I saw this on here. I can't I'm like, you gave this. Is to this me. an old arcade um, game that I no, I did not no. know? The Toyota Yaris is a car that is coming out or that has come out or whatever. And Toyota is doing the ultimate in product placement, and they've created a free Xbox Live arcade game. It's a racing game. 
It has customization. You can customize your car. You get weapons. You, you know, race around the track. You fight each other. You get stuff to shoot at. It's the Burger King games, but they're free kind of thing. You know, remember when Burger King did their own little $5 Xbox games? Yes. Um, yeah. 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 It yeah. yeah, and it, you only get it for a year. So if you download it, it's only good for a year. So you got to get all of your Yaris. I thought play. it was it was only available for download for a year. Is how I is read that, that. How it was? Yeah, I think so. I think uh, once you have it, you have it. You're doomed for life. <laughs> <laughs> My question was: Is you can upgrade the weapons on your Yaris in in the thing, but I don't think you can get your Yaris in real life to come with like a rocket launcher. They might sell more then. Yeah, they would. <laughs> I, seriously, are, is this going to make any of us run out and buy a Toyota Yaris because we see it in the video games? I mean, seriously. Judging from the screenshots I've seen of this, no. No. But there you have it. That is um, on the DL with the shipwrecks. And that brings us to the end of the show. Uh, we're sorry that we missed last week. We're glad to be back. We hope the show is enjoyable. Um, dig us. We've got over 500 digs. Yeah pretty amazing it is it's very amazing um thank you guys for that we've got 30 reviews on itunes yeah those are starting to our average now, little stars uh four and something. whatever something good uh check us out at cheap ass gamer in written form and check out check out cheap ass gamer the cad cast and email us at shipwrecks at cheapassgamer.com or foreplay at cheapassgamer.com and once again thank you thank you thank you for the new music we yes. like it. Yes, um, if uh, ship goes a little overboard right. with the music, we gotta, we gotta get his name. We gotta get his name. That was Trabahaba. Trabahaba. Yes. I was going with I, in my head. It just pops up as Chumbawamba, but that's I was thinking Hubba Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you. It's excellent music, and we really appreciate it. So we will catch you guys later. Sounds good. Time to turn the fridge back on. <laughs> <laughs>